Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your hope up and help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. Good evening, everyone. You're checking in with your smoking nephew, Blaze and Rye. You're listening to Blaze and Rye backstage. Uh, it is Wednesday, July 8th, 2015. Going to Colorado tomorrow. I'm um, excited about that. Haven't been back there in a number of years. So, um, going to see my best friend and his wife and their new baby. And also our friend Jackie and her wife are coming along as well. And it's going to be very like, uh, uh, I will be uh, the only unmarried adult there. So that might make me feel a bit fifth wheelie, uh, I guess. But um, for the most part, I'm just looking forward to seeing everybody. But boy, do I have a treat for you. So I know that some of you are thinking... He's not going to just talk to himself the whole time, is he? Mark Marin style. No. Well, I'd like to introduce my co-host, the Gilbert to my Frank, the Ed to my Johnny, the Duck to my Butter, the Shoddy to my Better and Wom is the gentleman. We've been the gentleman. Are you mine? Are you mine? Finally, I'm right where I should be. And when you roll up the window in the parking lot, you just say to yourself, Now I'm feeling just like Woody Allen. Oh, 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 up so we could reminisce about the old days, cold days, how we've been. I wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. Down at the new Amsterdam. And you do not want to see me again. I will understand. Yeah, I will understand. On a midnight dreary, I woke with something in my head. Couldn't escape from the of a phone call and oh, what you said. Like a game show contestant with the parting gifts. I cannot believe my eyes. But it's all up to you and a trusted friend who needs to humor me and tell me lies. Take it, Weeks. <laughs> Bravo, sir. Bravo. I was just thinking, what if we just did that the entire time? I think that would be amazing. If we just kept going back and forth on songs, we could do that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe next time we should do that. I think we should. Yeah, seriously. I'm going to make a compendium of 20 songs or so, and we'll just keep singing. No, they need to be off the cuff. They need to be in, in a response 
from my song. So if I sing um, uh, a Little Richard song to you, maybe you would respond. What would you respond? I'm singing Tutti Fruity, oh Rudy, then you automatically go to? Uh, booty, booty, oh, the booty. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. I have no idea. Yeah. So, uh, how are you doing, my friend? It's been a while. It's been a while. We can do it. We can do it all night. It's time for Yeah, it has been a while. It feels like it's been a year since yeah. we did a show last. But uh, I've been doing all right. Doing all right. Good, good. Uh, have you July 4th? How about you? How was your July 4th? Uh, it, it'd be a little odd if you experienced the 4th of July and, and it just, I, I didn't. I mean, we, we are working on the same calendar, right? <laughs> Very true. Very true. We are in the know, same universe. What did you do for the 4th of July? What did I do? I did uh, fireworks in New London on Friday with the fam, and then I went to Newport on Saturday. And walked around a lot, looked at some mansions, saw some fireworks there, and uh, Sunday just didn't a whole lot of nothing, a whole lot of hood rat stuff. <laughs> you know, for all that you complain about uh, bachelor parties and weddings and stuff, you seem to me quite the traditionalist. You know, you go see the fireworks on the 4th of July, you're always going to yeah. Jersey to see your, your family. Uh, you're, you're, you're always doing, uh, the kind, the things that you're supposed to do. <laughs> you know what? You're right. And I think I hate it. No, mm -hmm. no, I, 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 I like fireworks <laughs> and, uh, you know, I always have, I don't know why, uh, but, uh, it, it's fun. It is, yes, it is a very traditional thing. I, I think it's fun, but I really do hate bachelor parties. I think those are the worst. <laughs> And I Man. have one scheduled for two uh, weeks from now. What are so you gonna do? I don't know what. To, I I have no idea what to do. I I want to somehow break a leg or something, so I don't have to go. I don't really want to. You're not gonna, bro. There's no chance in hell from the cosigner. Whose whose bachelor party is this? Oh, uh, this is uh, Scott Weezy, Scott Casey. So oh, it's, it's, it's a big one. Yeah, I don't have to go. It's a big one. And where is this located? What tropical island or foreign country? Oh, God. This is the tropical island of Rhode Island. Oh, God. <laughs> I know. I know. They're, they're renting a house for an uh, entire weekend. <laughs> oh. I'm having flashbacks of what could have been and what wasn't. And either way, it would have been terrible. <laughs> oh, it will be terrible. I'm... I'm Without a doubt, this will be the worst. I mean, it's going to be everybody I don't know. And uh, it's going to be in Rhode Island. And we're going to be in a house together for an entire weekend. It, wait, it's, like, uh, it's like the real world on steroids. <laughs> are, are you, are you going to be with a bunch of uh, orange juice heads? I think so. I think I will be. Yes, they will. I think they're all... Rhode Island juice heads. Uh, that's not good. And uh, no. you, you know, so, who do you know there besides Scott Spezia? Yeah, I, I, I was supposed to know Brian Nazarino there. You know, we're all kind of grew up together as childhood friends. So I'm not sure he's going to be there now. So, you know, I'm going to be the loner of the group. So it's, it's, it's like bad. It's like it's looking real bad right now. 
Where's Where's Deacon? Yeah, good memory. Deacon is um, potentially not going. Didn't even be part of the wedding, uh, but we're not sure yet because he's got a potentially a job uh, that he has to go away for uh, police academy. So he might not even yeah. be able to make the wedding. I'm not sure. Uh, okay, I don't care. Where? Um, what? Uh, <laughs> no. Um, are you in the wedding party? I am. Yes. Who are you in the wedding? Who do you play? What's your part? I am just groomsman number three, I think, out of four. Okay, so how many, there's there's four, there's two to four groomsmen, so it's not like you're working with a Zach Messner, Jenny Jordan wedding where you have 28 to 30 groomsmen. Yes, and I'm happy about that. I'm really not happy with the, uh, you know, groomsman party of over four or five groomsmen. I think that's a little ridiculous when you go about that. Do you know, when... When Zach had his bachelor party, now that is something that I was dreading for a long time because, as I've mentioned before, his friends uh, are douchebags. And um, <laughs> and uh, I was really dreading his ba- – I love him, and I love his friends that are douchebags, but they are douchebags. And I was really dreading the um, bachelor party, and uh, I thank my lucky stars anytime I think about it that Sam Spivak and Nick Sizik's wedding was that exact – uh, weekend, so I didn't have to go to the Friday shit. I didn't have to go to the Saturday shit because I was at a wedding that I wanted to be at, where my my um toast uh, was was uh, you know got uproarious repl- applause, and uh, and it was and it's two of my favorite people and whatever. And so I was so relieved to you know that wedding saved my life probably because I don't know if I would have survived that bachelor party. So you had a wedding, a rescue wedding, in place of the bachelor party. I think that was... A rescue genius. wedding. Yeah. And not only that, but you were beyond lucky. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so a wedding came in and saved you from one of... It could have been one of the most treacherous bachelor parties of your life. Right, right. All I know about that bachelor party is they started at Snap, which was in um, Chelsea, and it's where uh, my uh, law firm colleagues and I used to go. So that should tell you you know it's bad news and then um and then at some point in the middle of the night they wound up at some club called lavo where they got the guys who were like you know those guys right oh yeah i know those guys for sure yeah yeah you got your your yeah you got your scriplo and your dilex or whatever the fuck and uh oh yeah your Swedish house mafia, yeah. <laughs> the, the diplex, um, and 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 boy, uh, you know, all I know is that they always imitate each other about that night, saying "You holding, you holding, bro." So I don't know if they're talking about coke. I don't know if they're talking about guns. I don't. Know. But I'm glad I missed it. Thank goodness. Speaking of weddings, though, I just returned from uh, Louisville, Kentucky, at Jonathan yes. Farmer's wedding. Yes. How was that? I want to hear all about this. <laughs> Well, I, I don't believe you at all, first off. No, and you have to. You know, seriously, well, on the air, you have to believe me. Well, I, I learned a few things. <laughs> it sounded like you said you have to bereave me, and I was like, are, am I talking to a ghost? <laughs> That's very Asian of me. No, no I, no, no, I didn't mean it like that. Oh, God damn it. Um, <laughs> but so, I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
So, well, I tell you what, I I learned a few things. Uh, that's for right. sure. I learned a few things. Um, what did you learn? Well, um, so uh, you know, this wedding I had, uh, I, I was a bit ambivalent about going to because it was in Kentucky, and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 well, that's the reason. So, uh, you know, and and then, you know, but I always felt in my heart that I should be there. Um, and, you know, when when he's when he's the farmer initially, we were texting each other and he texted me he was getting married and blah, blah, blah. And and, uh, and he was like, I hope you'll be there. And I said, I'll, I wouldn't miss it as long as it's not in, in Italy. And then he sends me the, the save the date and it's even worse. You know, Kentucky. So, <laughs> so, um, so, so I wind up, you know, booking the whole trip through Hotwire, and uh, that led me to stay at not the Wedding Hotel, but uh, the Brown Hotel, which is in Louisville downtown, and it's where Muhammad Ali stays, and it uh, is a very nice hotel. Oh, wow. And it has a. I asked to see the his suite at the end of the night, but it was it was too late. They they tried the lady tried, but she was like, yeah, it's a little late. It was like eleven thirty at night because I tried after the wedding. Um, but uh, but uh, so I I didn't wind up seeing it. But um, they also are home of the Hot Brown, uh, which is a uh, uh some sort of open faced turkey egg butter duck butter concoction duck i don't butter? know but it, it, yeah yeah it, it just it sounded absolutely disgusting so um so so uh so i get to um the uh, uh i i have a layover in in dc uh, which was three hours it was a little absurd and then i go oh. you know and then i go to and i fly united no i fly u.s airways which uh it looks it's just as bad as it was in the 90s. Like, they have not changed a thing to those planes. Um, I'm shocked that we... Didn't we fly U.S. Airways? Uh, didn't they cancel the flight from Charlotte? Was that U.S. Airways or United? I thought it was U.S. Yeah, that was definitely okay. U.S. And uh, okay. yeah, they canceled last minute. Remember that? Oh. Yeah, that? Yeah, I remember you being way more stressed out in that moment than I was about the cancellation. Like, I didn't think well, it would I be... Mean, it, it, it was right after Chili's too. I remember we had a really. It was. Uh, it was. It was me having. A, yeah, I was stressed. You're right, actually. Yeah, but I was. Uh, I had that issue. I was like, oh my god. Remember, I was talking about like what was I talking about? Friendship, and I figured what it was like. Prioritization. I think I was having a mental breakdown, and and then once 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 we uh, got delayed, I knew it was the beginning of the end of of that whole weekend. I know it was going downhill. <laughs> it's like it was meant to be. It was like divine intervention. In a way, divine intervention was trying to save us from going on that trip. It's just like how Divine Brown tried to. Uh, I don't know. But the thing is <laughs> that when you had gone on a tirade at uh, Newark Airport at breakfast about the quality of life. <laughs> And 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 I think that's the speech you're referring to, right? Yeah. <laughs> what did you mean by that? I don't know what that? was wrong with me. I don't know what was wrong with me or what I was talking about, but I was just getting mad at how much abuse we were going through, not yeah. just from the bachelor party, but what I, I was envisioning what was going to happen to us on this wedding trip. 
<laughs> and, you know, it Nothing had already begun. Nothing could have prepared you for what happened. No, it, it, it had already begun yeah. before I even started my trip to yeah. go to this wedding. <laughs> it began when I when we were trying to get to the freaking uh, airport. Do you remember that? <laughs> um, yeah, to, in the middle of the night. Yes, yes. So we were running yeah. on like four hours of sleep. Uh, we yeah. got to the airport, and then our flight is canceled. It, it was <laughs> it was meant to be. It was just everything horrible that could have went wrong just went wrong. Your timeline is skewed. You do remember that... Uh, uh, is, 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 so our flight didn't get canceled at Newark. It got canceled at the at Charlotte. That's right. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Because it's Chili's 2, that son of a bitch. Yeah. Chili's 2 <laughs> should never exist. By the way, can you hear me? Can you hear me all right? Yeah, I can hear you great. Yeah. Okay, good. Let me know because this, this mic's been acting up. Let me know if I break up. Um, and uh, so... Uh, you know, with with destination weddings and whatever, I'm always a bit ambivalent because of what you're talking about, because of, uh, you know, what we had to endure um, during uh, when we were groomsmen for one of our friends. Uh, and uh, I was um, so so I, I finally I get to Louisville and then the rehearsal dinner thing starts at five, but I don't get in till like four. And I thought I had been making great time. Um, but then I, I'm in a, I'm in a rental car, a Chevy Spark, uh, which by the, I felt like I was going to fucking die every second I was going <laughs> to I felt like the wind was going to blow that thing away off the freeway. My brother uh, just bought that car, actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> what color? What color? Tell me it's blue. Uh, gray. It's gray. Oh, ew. So, <laughs> it is ill, yeah. So I, I so then I'm I, you know there's an accident and I'm stuck in traffic so I'm like I'm texting farmer so sorry I'm uh, you know I'm late I'm so late uh, tra- traffic jam and I couldn't like I was terrified to to take another route that Google was kind of suggesting but it only said it was like a minute faster anyway so anyway I finally get to the rehearsal dinner and the rehearsal dinner is at this like massive property outside Louisville in Goshen Kentucky um, at these people's house I don't know who they are or what they what their relation was to the wedding party but that was cool um, and um, I, I, when I go up to farmer there's this woman uh, hugging him and he had just like gotten out of the pool it was like a pool party and it was just I was like, I don't want to hug him and get all wet and whatever. And, and mm-hmm. then I see, when I get there, I see him hugging her. And I'm like, oh, God, he is, hey, you know, he's just got out of the pool. It's going to be a disaster anyway. They, she's, this lady, uh, I don't remember her name, but I'm going to call her Evelyn. So Evelyn was very, um, very, very excited for Farmer and hugging him like crazy and stuff. And it was just very, it was very you know, they came from New York, too. And Evelyn was there with her husband, Barry. And Barry, mm-hmm. uh, and then when, when, uh, Evelyn and Farmer were talking. Barry and I started talking, and um, I, I noticed there was something a bit strange about Barry. I didn't know exactly what, um, but there was something like either really on or really off about this guy. And um, okay. and then uh, and then I say hi to Farmer, and he's like, you know, happy to see me. He's like, hey, you know, I'm so happy you're here. Blah blah blah. Um, and, uh, and then thank God at some point during the thing, um, they, uh, uh, farmer introduced me to this, uh, gaggle of gays 
that I wound up kind of clinging to the rest of the time because I didn't know anybody uh, except for Farmer and Danica, his bride. And Danica and I have never been able to have a conversation for more than like two sentences. Um, and so it was good that he introduced me to the, and that's not an insult to, to her or whatever. It's just, I don't, I don't know what to talk about with her. Um, and, uh, the, so, so there's these, uh, you know, these gay guys and then one of them is super cute. Um, and, uh, and then it, it turns out he has a boyfriend or whatever. And, and, uh, Aww. and it, and his name was Nick. And so I go up to farmer like later and I was like, so, the, so Nick, you, you know, let's get rid of the boyfriend. And Farmer cracked up, and he was like, Nick is very cute. And then I was like, yeah, so is, what's his boyfriend's deal? Is he a nice guy? Are you friends with him? And Farmer's like, yes, Andrew's a very nice guy. I am friends with him. And I was like, yeah, well, he could do he could do better in the form of me. Um, and uh, and so, obviously, that nothing happened there. Um, but they, the gays almost left, or they, they, they did leave. They said goodbye and stuff. And then I was like, after they left, I was like, oh shit, I should have asked what they're doing tonight. So thankfully, they were saying goodbye to Farmer uh, when I went out and found them. And um, and he was like, you should bring Ryan. And I was like, yeah, I was gonna ask if you guys are going out gaying tonight. And they were like, yeah, we think we're gonna go to this place called Big Bar. Um, and so uh, I wind up um, on the way back from Goshen. Uh, towards uh, the hotel, Nick texts me that they're um, they're there because we exchanged numbers, whatever. And he texts me that they're heading to that bar now. So I just plug that in. And boy, you know what? What did we ever do without these uh, these these Google Maps and stuff? Because w- when I was driving around in L.A. all over the place, man, maybe it would have made my life a little easier. Maybe I would have stayed in L.A. had I had. A Google Voice lady telling me, you know, which way to go. I know. Without knowing where to go, it makes for a really short night. You know, it's like uh, I'll do A, and then that's the end of it. But now, uh, with the directions, it's A, B, C, D, and E. You know, it's uh, it's craziness. It's based on why it's more hectic, but at the same time more enjoyable. Yeah, well, the thing is, we used to always print out direct you know we would have to print them out or write oh, out oh yeah that was terrible i i awful I, that, that would literally get me into an accident every uh right. four or five uh days yeah it was dangerous it was dangerous to we kept on having to look at the paper and stuff and did did you uh level with me here did you ever kill anyone on the road uh you know many almost many times but no i have not <laughs> thankfully killed anyone <laughs> i can't say the same thing about animals but yes <laughs> oh man, what what animal did you kill? Uh, well, I, I remember I hit a skunk once. I, I felt very bad. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say something Skunks like a dog. Are quite cute. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, bro. Quite cute <laughs> animals. <laughs> did you have them as pets as a child? Because that would explain a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah. I had two little skunks. Yeah. So. <laughs> What were their names? Punky and Monkey. <laughs> All right. So I would have named Monkey Brewster, but that's just me. So I go I like to that. Meet I should have that. Yeah, I go to meet them at Big Bar, and uh, boy, there's a whole lot of butch lesbians in there. Whole lot of whole lot of <laughs> uh, <laughs> in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, but it's like hopping. It's like a hopping gay nightlife, which I didn't exactly expect in Kentucky. And then we uh, go to another bar, which is also uh, a gay bar. And 
and that was a little more crowded. And then we went, like, then Nick, the cute one, tries to convince us forever to go to this um, place next door that had karaoke. And I was, uh, like, everyone was, like, totally against it. And then I just go, well, I am in full support of your idea. And I felt very much like you with the birdwatching trail in Atlantic City. And, you know, it was this thing that I knew was not a good idea, but I had to see it through. So we go next door. Because we all like decide, all right, let's do it, and uh, and we go next door and we 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 walk into the back room where it's karaoke. It turns out it's like this live karaoke concert thing, and it's very like awkward and it's not it's it's not very informal and and so they like barely walk in, and then this kid Zach and I go back and check it out, and it was like I was like, hey, I'm I'll do it, I'll, I'm fine with it, but they were totally uh, against it, so they wound up getting. Uh, an Uber back to the hotel, and I wound up driving back to the... T- I would have driven them to their hotel, but, you know, as you know, the Chevy Spark can fit a half a person in it. So... Right. Uh, <laughs> so then I go back to the hotel, and I do hood rat stuff, um, and... Uh, uh, and, oh, the Brown Hotel is just gorgeous, by the way. It's like, and it's like big, uh, very spacious rooms and very spacious closet, very long bathroom. It was, uh, it was good, good window situation. Um, and I enjoyed staying there. You know, I never get enough hotel time on these trips. I wish I had like a, a full day to be in a hotel room doing hood rat stuff, you know? You know, I agree. That's what the hotels are for. And uh, yeah. you're right. It's so hectic and so busy during. That's what really drives it over the edge. Weddings are so busy. And involves yeah. the guests so much to the degree where you cannot enjoy a one single minute of your own time. <laughs> ah, right, right, exactly. But thankfully, on Saturday, um, I the wedding uh, ceremony wasn't until five. So, but it was also like a forty-five minute drive. So I wanted to give myself an hour. So, um, uh, but thankfully, I had a good amount of time to uh, to kind of sightsee and stuff. Uh, of course, I only wound up being able to do one sightseeing thing at all because of right. how long it took. But um, uh, but what happens is I go down on Saturday to the to to the hotel breakfast, and um, the uh, the Barry and Evelyn from the wedding are they come in there, and at first I kind of didn't want to be bothered and whatever, and I was like, oh, how much can I how much more can I talk to this guy? But then we right. saw each other and like we waved and stuff and then they talked to me and stuff and and she's very like outgoing whatever and then he's you know a little he's a little off something strange about it. and um he and and so um they asked what I got and I said I did the buffet and I said what are they and he says he's doing the hot brown um and she was like did you get that and I was like no that sounds disgusting and then she said that's what I said and uh, and I, I was like blurting it out right in front of the staff and whatever, and uh, <laughs> and the waiter like laughed too when when I, when that exchange happened, um, and uh, and then like he got the hot brown and I like took a picture of it and stuff and whatever and they you know they asked what I was doing I said I don't know I'm gonna go to the hotel gym and then figure it out and then they said they're gonna go do some stuff so then I go and and run at the gym for a half hour in the hotel. And then I, I go and, and shower. And uh, I had decided, I think, from researching on the toilet, that I would go to the Big Four Bridge, uh, which is a bridge in Louisville that when you when you walk across it, you wind up in Indiana. So 
Um, it is uh, one mile long. And so I go to the Big Four Bridge and like the the the, the, the kind of circular spirally thing going up to the bridge alone takes like forever to get across. And then finally, the bridge um, is only a mile. So but it's like all the, the stuff leading up to the bridge takes a while. So that kind of it took more time than I anticipated. Um, but it was cool. It had beautiful views of Louisville and the Ohio River and um, um, wound up in Jeffersonville, Indiana, which uh, if I ever have the opportunity to go to again, I, I won't. Um, but it was very uh, small, quaint little town. They had this like huge truck that was like Dennis something for mayor with all these American flags on this like red pickup truck. And um, then uh, I uh, crossed the bridge back. And, you know, the bridge is very busy and there's people playing music on it and stuff. And it's cool. There was one guy doing push-ups on a bench. Uh, and then uh, I go uh, back to the hotel to get suited up for the uh, event. Um, and then I go to the gardens at Ray Eden, uh, which is where the wedding ceremony is. So we're going to pause that there. So this, we're, we're at the wedding ceremony now. And do you know what time it is? So I'm at the woods with the windows? Yup. I confess, IBS. IBS. I confess, IBS. Are you having a little <laughs> IBS right now? IBS, I confess. Oh, boy. <laughs> What's going on, Sire Man? How you doing? What you doing? What you doing? Where, how you living? What you doing? What you doing? I'm you listening living? to your ass and wondering why... If you didn't go to so many goddamn many weddings, you might be able to have a summer rental on fucking Hamptons, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Living large, bitch, instead of going to every podunk motherfucker's spot in the country for some <laughs> country club wedding. You ain't never lied, sire. That's weeks, too, though. Weeks has the same wedding problem that I do. It's terrible. Not as much as you, but yes, you're right about that one, Tommy Boy. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I could have bought a, a car. I could have bought my own Chevy Spark by now. You could have a Maserati. <laughs> my Maserati does 185. Do your little red corvette. <laughs> She's my little douche coop. You don't know what I got. So, you a douche coop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who have you got for us tonight? Lay it on me, sire, for the hot Okay, night. my first one has got to be Tom Selleck. Why? Oh. You heard what this sucker's been doing? I'm Apparently, you know, there's this huge-ass water shortage in California. Yeah. Well, he has been hiring a white truck, and this goes back to 2013. He's been hiring a white truck to go into the city of Thousand Oaks, and siphon off water from a hydrant and then bring it to his Hidden Valley Ranch. Oh, oh. my gosh. Yeah. And they got you their own little Tom Selleck private eye action on it and busted the whole scam. So, where the hell that goes? He's accused of 
thievery. Wow. Yeah, that sounds super illegal. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Well, uh, John Weeks, I know Tom Selleck is your favorite actor. <laughs> he is. How did you know? Oh, Magnum man. G.I., man. It's classic. <laughs> oh, man. Blue He's Blood. incredible. I loved him in uh, Rudolph, the red-nosed red. Wow. You like some mustache action, huh? Yeah, that's right. I can't even mention one movie or show that he's been in, really. I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. That's true. Weeks <laughs> does like the mustache action, because he really had a thing for that, the villain in Sleeping with the Enemy. Huh. What, what, what is that? I bet he liked, <laughs> I bet he liked <laughs> Burt Reynolds, too. Rebecca DeVore. Yeah, Burt Reynolds, yes. <laughs> and who is your Damn. second hot mess, Hire? Well, my second hot mess, and it's and it's sort of a good. Well, let's see here. I got this one, this one, that one. Yeah, I'll go with this one, only because of what Miley Cyrus then managed to do with it was okay. even better, and that's Baby Bieber's butt. Oh yeah. Ooh. Did you see the retweet on Instagram that Miley Cyrus did, where no. she took she took. Kim Kardashian's ass and put it on him. Oh, oh my God! So it's suddenly no. this big old Thanksgiving turkey ass <laughs> on little baby Bieber on the boat. But you know what? I think he should get a W tattooed on each of those cheeks, and when the motherfucker bends over, he'd be like, "Wow!" <laughs> uh, I I tell you what, sire, I I love that picture. Me, uh, child. <laughs> I've done made gravy several times to it. Ah, I was thinking, because oh I, I saw it earlier this afternoon for the first time, and I was like, I should not be where I am right now. I need to be nope. somewhere else. Yeah. No, nope, uh, and I didn't uh, even need no whisk to make the gravy. Yeah, I don't blame you, because I was thinking I could yep. probably get off just on this pick without having to look at no porn videos or nothing, Jesus. Nope, didn't need no <laughs> thickening agent at all. <laughs> that's food talk for when you make gravy what's it called thickening agent huh thickening agent a thickening agent oh okay agent? to make your gravy thick <laughs> wait thickening asian agent no such thing as a thickening asian <laughs> and who is your third and final hot mess dire lay well, it on us lay it on us you gotta flip a coin. Oh. Uh, they're both white women. Ooh. Oh, I guess I gotta go with with. I gotta go with Paula Dean. Oh, okay. that's right, y'all. Apparently, back in 2011, you know, before the whole scandal and everything, and for Halloween, she and her son oh, dressed yeah. up as Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz. Right. right down to the sun going almost partial blackface to be darkened for the Cuban Desi Arnaz. Sure. Now, her publicist posted this yesterday as part of, what do they call it, Transformation Tuesday? Uh-huh. Oh, God. And, and I guess Paula flipped her shit and the bitch was fired immediately. You know, because she trying to clean up her ex. So to have anybody in the family in any kind of like sort of dark makeup face yeah. just didn't go over too well with Miss Dean. No, definitely not. Who was your, who so, was your other hot mess? Publicist out. 
Well, the tie was Vicky Gundelson from the OC Housewives. Ooh. I don't know if you caught the episode this week, but while she was at a Bunko party, playing Bunko with a bu- bunch of other white rich women in the OC, she gets a phone call that her mother died, and they just keep the cameras rolling while she just has a complete and utter fucking breakdown. Oh, jeez. And, you know, at one point, it was, like, just so crazy. It's like, couldn't somebody have fucking said or just had the, uh, you know, sense of mind to turn the fucking cameras off? Yeah. But no, it's all there. I need my mommy. I need my mommy. Why did you do this to me? Oh, Oh my God. God. Yeah, like, it was all about her. Like, her mommy up and died because of her. I really oh. wish I didn't ask you what the second hot mess was. That's very sad. There you go. Yeah, it is. <laughs> there are you, you go. Uh, are, are you, you you got enough gravy left to joke off? Oh, hell yeah. Weeks, what about you? Hell yeah. All right. Hell yeah. Cue the strings and the horns. It was very catchy. <laughs> although although Weeks might need a little mustache action to get his shit going. <laughs> he likes the hairy lip Shamalia. <laughs> a Blue Island, Illinois man shot two people during a backyard game of beer pong when he tried to distract <laughs> his opponent by waving a gun in his face, prosecutors say. This is when beer pong gets extreme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tiny bubbles. Indie wine. Indie Blue Island, Illinois. Make delay happy. Thickening <laughs> Asians. Thickening Asians. And they're really good at beer pong when they shoot them out their nani hooters. <laughs> Can't buy me love star Amanda Peterson is dead at age 43. Meanwhile, she's the man star Amanda Bynes looks like she's 43. I know, that's so sad. <laughs> that's so sad. <laughs> South Carolina couple, married couple, is accused of forcing their 14-year-old daughter to live in the woods because she ate a Pop-Tart? The teen got only a roll of toilet paper, a flashlight, a whistle, a watch from her parents, authorities alleged. She had to meet a family member at specific times of the day if she wanted any food. Jesus Christ, what the fuck would they have done if she ate a pancake? Send it to Thursday start! <laughs> Back that train up. Back that train up. Yes, we got an oven for you. According to rumor, Danny Thomas used to invite women over his house and get naked. He would lay naked under a glass coffee table masturbating while the naked women would shit a while atop the glass coffee Ooh. table. And according to some people, there was no glass coffee table, and Danny Thomas would get shit on directly by these women. Ooh! <laughs> oh, 
proud of this, bro. <laughs> Thank you for that uh, that anecdote. I, I didn't know that. We well, now I know why they renamed his daughter's TV show to That Girl. It was originally called Shat Girl. <laughs> yeah. Anytime I see St. Jude commercials, I think of somebody shitting all over Danny Thomas. Well, now I will. <laughs> Little kids uh, in particular. Oh, no. No, no. No, don't bring them into this. Okay. A 22-year-old mine mine, Devin Staples, who was drinking and celebrating the 4th of July with friends, was killed after he set off a firework mortar from his... <laughs> From his head. Now that's what I call mind blown. <laughs> that's what I call idiota. <laughs> oh, it seemed like uh, a good idea at the time, yeah. yeah. it's a really good idea. I made this like special little hat. I'm going like it's, it's going to sit right there, and then I'm going to light it. <laughs> God, idiota. Jimmy Carter this week said Jesus would approve gay marriage. Well, that explains that haircut. <laughs> Justin Bieber, the beast, posted a bunch of naked pics on Instagram this week. I'll be back in five minutes, said Ryan Holmes. <laughs> I'll be back in three minutes, said Tom Fogarty. <laughs> oh, baby, baby. Bend over, daddy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump is still running for president. That's the joke, asshole. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 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 According to rumor, John Cusack gets off on shitting and then smearing his shit all over restaurant <laughs> restaurant bathroom walls. Gross, bro. <laughs> Dude. Dude. <laughs> Where was the law team vetting this stuff tonight? Where did you find this? Man, Bill Bill Cosby's starting to look sort of okay. <laughs> oh man, oh man. Um, yeah, it's weeks. You have a ton of uh, these anecdotes tonight. It's crazy. Uh, I do. I love them. I love these. Yeah, Johnny Depp paid a visit to an Australian hospital dressed as Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh wait, that's just what Johnny Depp was wearing today. Yeah. Yeah, see, I've begun to think that that Captain Jack is the real Johnny Depp, and every now and then Captain Jack Sparrow just plays Johnny Depp. <laughs> you ain't never lie, sire. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, oy, shit. <laughs> U.S. won the World Cup the other day. Hope Solo advocated for equal pay for women in the workplace concluding her tweet with, I'll beat the fucking shit out of you. <laughs> right, yes, because she beats up people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. 
Full <laughs> dagger. Wikimon. Did you guys know that Cesar Romero would have young men come to the set of Batman, drop their trousers, oh, shit. and have these boys hurl orange wedges at his bare ass? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> what time? Yeah, I like Cesar Romero. You seem very excited <laughs> yeah. about that. You're excited about that story, Tommy boy. I actually, I'm looking forward to party games now. (laughs) (laughs) Really? You know, when they asked Julie Newmar uh, about this rumor, if the the orange wedges were really thrown at his bare ass, her reaction was, are they peeled or unpeeled? Ooh, and is that the boys or the oranges? If they're un... <laughs> no, the <laughs> The boys still have their peel attached. Um, <laughs> no third stop for them. A recent study on charity shows that millennials are the giving generation. Bullshit. Is that why I can't find any bottoms? Yeah. <laughs> When you do, though, I'd love to hurl some orange wedges at it. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, and thank you again, Tom Fogarty Sire Mine. Wow, you know what? I didn't get to sing tonight. Sing for us, sing. You didn't have me sing a damn song. Go ahead. I'm not singing now. Oh, come on, Tommy boy. Oh. 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 Oh, I, oh, I will sing something for you. Okay. Take it on. 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 A ticket on, a ticket on. Now I defy you to get out of that that out of your fucking head for the rest of the night. What the fuck was that song, John Weeks? That was the uh, crazy Batman song that's on YouTube. Have you ever seen that? It's a Batman song? Yeah, it's like you know, somebody like looped this one scene from that old Batman show where Batman yeah. is literally in the show. He's drugged out and he's dancing around like it's a crazy man. And, oh, yeah. uh, he's, and they loop it, loop it over and over. And he goes, yeah, well, that's, you know, I think he's he Fogarty was paying homage to our Cesar Romero and Julie Newmar story. He loved it. He really loved those stories. He really was getting into it. Where'd you get those? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I go to the gardens at Ray Eden. This is where the wedding is, and the 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 ceremony was cool. Um, they they uh, the the officiator was this girl who was in a red dress. I don't know who she was. I never seen her before. I didn't care to see her after. <laughs> Fuck that girl. But um, she no, she's uh, she's great. But um, but one 
things that I loved. Oh, she said that she had a lot of respect for Danica and Farmer. And it was interesting. Like Dan- Farmer's name is Jonathan, but people kept calling him Farmer, even during the ceremony. They were like, Danica and Farmer, will you hold hands? Like, no one was calling him Jonathan, like, at all. They tried. They tried, and they couldn't. It's just Farmer. So they, she's like... She's talking about how she respects their unconventional relationship, that she respects they're the only people who can keep up with each other, which is true. And she um, uh, respected their rejection of gender norms. And that I really liked because when I was in college at Syracuse, uh, Farmer and I were in the drama department together. He was dating a boy named Brett, and they were together like three years. Then when I moved in with him here, he was dating a girl and I was like and it was Danica and I was like don't you didn't you identify as gay in college and he was like yeah I guess so and it doesn't phase him at all like it really labels and shit really bother me but it don't, didn't bother him and um you know had farmer closed himself off to what societal norms are regarding uh sexuality uh, then he never would have been open-minded enough to even meet Danica, to start a relationship with Danica. And if Danica were uh, not open-minded and were uh, was was just went along with the normal, oh, you're gay or you're straight or whatever, uh, then she wouldn't have been open enough to be in this relationship. But, you know, you cannot label love, and they fell in love with each other. And, um, and, and so I, it's another reason I really wanted to go to this wedding because I have a lot of respect for that relationship and, and a lot of respect for kind of, you know, what, um, doing things in an unconventional way that I very much, uh, relate to. Right. I like that, uh, quote there. You can't label love. I like it. You know, you went for love. That's what you did. And I applaud you. <laughs> yes. I, I did it for love in spite of the hate. Is, isn't that a song? <laughs> That's right. What song you is that? You fought the hate. Oh. And you won it for love. Well, I think I got that. Oh, I got that from the Pride Parade. There was a... Uh, I, I think it may have been the uh, coalition of bisexuals who were walking by that had a uh, a sign that said can't label love. And I was talking about it with Jason yesterday. Like, I'm tired of labeling myself. Like, I, I, I identify with Farmer a lot in that. Uh, if I were to fall in love with a girl, then that's fine. If I were to fall in right. love with a boy, then that's fine. I don't know about, you know, I don't know about the the other option. But um, the if, <laughs> but but the thing is, um, uh, I I told Jason yesterday when I was having lunch with him, I was like, you know, just no labels anymore. I'm I'm, I'm I can't take it anymore. I'm done with the labels. And then. People start telling me about, like, uh, oh, I certainly understand sexualities on a spectrum. And then I, 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 I don't like the word spectrum. That, to me, is kind of a label. And then Jason and I kept saying no labels to each other yesterday. No labels, no labels. And then as we were walking into Urban Outfitters after lunch, I said, you know what? I'm not liking this no labels thing. It's becoming a label all its own. So uh, it comes to the whole thing about uh, – yeah, and we've talked about this before uh, – People want to put you in one group or another, or or people even want to put themselves in one group or another. And there's like everything's black and white, and there's no gray area. So it's like uh, you're black or you're white, or you're uh, Republican or Democrat, or you're uh, gay or straight. But even like bisexual to me is not like I don't I wouldn't identify as that either. Uh, like I, I just am Ryan, you know. Like I I I, I and. Uh, and I'm open-minded to shit, just like Farmer and Danica were. So, um, 
so yeah, that's another reason that I I, I respect their relationship, and um, uh, and it was great. The the ceremony. My favorite part of the ceremony was when the girl uh, who was officiating goes, and by the authority granted to me by the internet. <laughs> I now pronounced you hitched. Go on, kiss her. And, uh, you know, and like it was so funny the way she said it, by the internet. Uh, and everyone laughed. Um, and then uh, then there was this bluegrass band playing, like, during the cocktail hour. And then uh, the maid of honor goes up there, and she's like, oh, we, we're doing this as, like, a, a spur-of-the-moment thing. Uh, where this was not planned. F- Farmer Danica, come up here. And uh, and they did this impromptu uh, version of Summer Love by Justin Timberlake, a bluegrass version, which was awesome. Um, and, uh, you know, Farmer and Danica danced to that. And then they had like their 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 first dance and stuff, which was to Ho Hey by the Lumineers. But then it broke off into this choreographed dance that I think they meant it to be like a choreographed dance, but it was kind of all over the place. And I don't, I feel like at most of these weddings where people break into some sort of, you know, a thriller dance or some sort of thing, then then a lot of people will talk about it. I didn't hear anyone talking about their choreographed dance the rest of the night. I didn't hear a single person talk about it, but it was, it took some skill, definitely. Um, and, uh, and then like, um, okay, so there's this guy there um, uh, named David, and I had a feeling it was this guy, David Levithan. Because Farmer has has done the photography, I believe, for uh, a novel by David Levithan. David Levithan is this novelist uh, who's friends with Farmer, and he was and uh, business associates, I guess, and he was also at the wedding. And um, have you ever seen the movie Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist? I've heard of it though. Okay, so David Levithan wrote the book, wrote the novel, Nick and Nora's Infinite. Oh wow! Playlist. Right. And I love the movie. It's I have it on the Blu-ray. Um, I always think of my little Syracuse sister, Brittany, because we saw it together, I think with Madhu Kata and uh, Brittany Oman and I saw it together. And it was, um, you know, I, that, that, that movie always has a special place in my heart. And uh, it's, a good, it's a good movie. It's a great movie, except for one scene. Except for one scene. Uh-oh. So, Uh-oh. So, uh, so we're talking about, like, Oh, I was telling David Levithan, I was like, yeah, you know, he was he was with a b- boy in college. He's with her now. And then David Levithan says to me, well, as a novelist, I'm all for dramatic plot twists. And then, <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's accurate. It makes sense. And then he goes, uh, uh, and then I, oh, and then when he said that, I said, speaking of, and I use that as my like uh, thing there. And I go, speaking of. I told you yesterday that I didn't read the book, but I saw, I love the movie. But that one scene in it, you know, that one really awkward scene where um, the 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 gay guys in Michael Sarah's band uh, take Cat uh, Dennings into the back of their van and dress her up in like nicer clothes and stuff, and it's so random. And why do they have women's clothes in the back of their van, like a bra and all that stuff? And like it is. Was it better introduced in the book? Is that even in the book? And he said, it's not in the book at all. And I said, all right, I figured. And then he said, but the thing was that in the novel, 
the band that Michael Sarah plays for is supposed to be a queer core band, which I guess is like gay hardcore or something. So a queer core band, and wow. um, and the studio kept pushing back on the director, saying, "Does this band really need to be gay?" And the director kept pushing back on the studio saying yes. So David Levithan told me that any part that the director could get in something about the band being gay was a victory for the director. So in the end, although the scene is terrible and makes no sense whatsoever, I have an appreciation for it now. That's pretty amazing that you got to talk to the guy who wrote the damn book for the movie you like so much about the scene you don't really like. Hate it. Hate that scene. But I, I respect it. That's pretty um, damn unique. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. There, there was that. Um, uh, the, you know, the, 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 then, then, uh, the, then the, there was the uh, the reception and and uh, the DJ. Uh, oh, by the way, the food was all vegetarian, so I felt very like like empty, like lacking something, like lacking gross, a big hunk bro. of meat. I know it was pretty gross. Um, I mean, it was good for what it was, but. Uh, but but I I mean I I I hate mushrooms. Don't you just hate, aren't they just ridiculous mushrooms? Well, yeah, mushrooms are ridiculous unless they're covered with cheese. Even so, I couldn't I couldn't do it. Even so, uh, and um w- uh, the um the DJ who took over for the bluegrass band uh he was this like older African American fella and um he narrated every little thing. So he was like. If any of you lost a pair of sunglasses, I've got it <laughs> on the table in front of me. You can come up and retrieve it if you'd like. <laughs> and like he just narrated everything and he made it all sound very good and he was and this is the very important part where we see the bride dance with the groom and like it was all very he narrated every single thing which was insane. He was completely <laughs> insane in a very, like, calm, cool DJ way. Uh, and then um, the dance floor was fun. They played some uh, Uptown Funk. They played some uh, Michael Jackson. They played some uh, They played some uh, Tayo Cruz Dynamite. They played some... Uh, <laughs> they played some Carly Rae Jepsen. Um, and then... Uh, at the tail end of the night, uh, we, we go over to a, like a field at this gardens at Ray Eden place and, um, people are, are, uh, lighting up these things, these lanterns, they're lighting them up on fire, Chinese lanterns. You, you heard of these things? Yeah, I've heard of these things. Yeah. Okay. I never heard of these things, but so everyone's lighting up the Chinese lanterns and stuff and sending them off into the, uh, the sky and it looked really beautiful. Uh, it was also scary because one of them landed in a tree and looked like it was going to set the whole, you know, forest on fire oh out God. there. Yeah. But luckily the fire went out while we were still there watching it. Um, and uh, But I do not like being near fire. I don't like it. So I didn't set one up myself. I, I watched from a distance. And um, uh, then... Um, uh, I hugged Farmer goodbye, told him I loved him, he thanked me for coming again and whatever, uh, and hugged Danica goodbye. We barely said anything to each other the entire time I was there because we, what is there to say? And then uh, I um, I drive my Chevy Spark back to uh, the hotel, and then I have, a, uh, a, 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 I have to be at the airport at 5 a.m., right? So I have to be at the airport oh. 
at five, like somewhere between five and five thirty. So I wake up at oh. four, four. I pack all my shit up. I wake up at four thirty, and I really thought that I was gonna go right back to sleep. But it turned out I was able to. I think I had to pee so bad that I got up at four thirty to pee, and then I since I knew I had to be up, I stayed up, and then I I got to um, the airport. I dropped off the car. I go through the thing, and um, and then I have another layover in D.C. So at this layover in D.C., uh, I am walking uh, through like the main airport area, and I notice there is a, 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 there's LL Cool J walking uh, uh, right, oh right, right there. Yeah, and he's walking with two kind of big guys and one girl, and so I kind of start following him around, and uh, I. You know, it was kind of my when I followed Norm Macdonald around in that Barnes and Noble when he saved my life. I was kind of doing that, except this time I didn't have a bright orange jacket on. So uh, I I go into like I think he went into Hudson News, and uh, he gets a protein bar, I believe, and then um, he goes, "You guys have uh, nail files," and I was like, "Oh my God, LL Cool J is buying a nail file in here," and then. He like gives it to the girl that he's uh, with, hanging out with there, and she's like, "Thank you for my nail file." And then when he walked out, the cashier turned to another girl, and they were like, "I know, I know." And she's like, "You should have said something." And then she was like, "What am I gonna say? Let me take a picture. I wanna take a picture. I wanna take a picture. Let me take a picture." They sounded like they were saying it real fast and weird, like. Let me take a picture with you. Let me take a picture with you. Let me take a picture. Um, and she totally could have because when I walk out into like the the main area in the airport there, uh, outside the store, people start coming up to him. You know, not swarming, but like one by one, and they keep asking right. to take a picture, and he keeps saying, "Sure, sure, sure." And uh, he's as nice as can be. Um, his boys, his entourage, whatever, they don't stop anyone from going up to him. Um, and then like he finally gets through people and he starts to tell his boys something. So I was like, Oh God. And then I was like, I went right up and I was like, excuse me, uh, would you mind one more? And he was like, sure. And I, I took the selfie with him. I said, I'd never seen someone so, so generous with photos. And I took the selfie with him and then I turned to him and, uh, and I said, I'm a big fan. And he said, pleasure, shook my hand. And and it was awesome, and he was so nice, and I was, like, genuinely moved, and I don't know if I was starstruck, or I think it was more that I'd, I'd never seen, like, uh, someone in his position so um, so giving and so friendly, you know, to, to, to his fans. Um, he didn't need to take a picture with anyone. He could have had, you know, but right. he, he, he didn't refuse a single one. And and then he's actually on my flight, so I walk by him in first class, which, by the way, looks just as bad as Coach on U.S. Airways, uh, and um, or maybe it's business class. I don't know. I remember a guy in the airport was like, "You flying U.S. Airways? Yeah, all right, it'll be a good flight." And he goes, "We'll see. Yeah, we'll see." And uh, <laughs> and uh, and so he's sitting in first class with that girl. I don't know who she is. I don't know who she's dating him or what, but. Um, the lady behind me and her husband had been like complaining and I, uh, like about like travel shit and I was like, don't they realize LL Cool J's on this flight? They need to calm down. So um, that she that lady sneezes behind me and when yeah. she sneezes, he goes, bless you. LL Cool J said, bless you. And I was thinking, really, like, 
oh my god, he she just got blessed by LL Cool J. Does she even know? And then she, and then all I know is she turned to her husband, and her husband was like, I think that was, and she goes, mm-hmm, I was just thinking that too. And like that was it. She was like totally unfazed by it. Um, and then uh, I have the flight from DC to New York, and then we get off and uh, walking through the airport again. Uh, uh, guess who's still taking pictures with every single person who asks is uh, LL Cool J from really wow East to LaGuardia. It didn't matter. Uh, it didn't matter. You know, uh, he he was just you know even that moment that I went up to him was probably not a very ideal moment. He finally had a moment to talk to his boys, but um, he was still willing to you know take the picture and shake my hand and Mm -hmm. stuff. And it was it was really awesome to see somebody of his stature. Um you know, be so right. gracious. And, uh, and then I got back here and, uh, and I basically slept the rest of the day, Sunday, like all the, and then all night. And, uh, and then I was very angry to be at work on Monday. Um, yeah. and I'll tell you what, about to do it all over again. I go to, to Denver tomorrow, bro. Oh my God. Why are you kidding me? I go to visit Bryce tomorrow, bro. Are you kidding me? You are nuts, dude. You got like a social uh, the social life and uh, calendar of a freaking celebrity, man. What are you doing with Bryce in Denver? He lives there, and I haven't visited in, in many years. And, uh, and Jackie and her wife, Kim, and I coordinated it so that we would all be there at the same time. And it just happened to fall on the week right after I go to Louisville. So, uh, and I also haven't met his baby yet, so I have to meet Piero, my little nephew that I haven't met yet. Um, oh, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I, I think, I don't know if I'll survive these two trips in a row. <laughs> you will, you'll be fine. I think that's, that's awesome. How long are you going to be there for? Just until Monday. I get in late tomorrow night and then come back Monday. I'm, I still have to rent the car, and I'm very nervous about getting another Chevy Spark situation. <laughs> yeah, but now you're familiar with it, and uh, you know <laughs> that it's a crappy car. I don't know that it's <laughs> crappy. I think it's just really light, and I felt like I was going to blow off the highway. <laughs> That's not too bad, though. I'm sure Paco will be very happy to see you. Yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll, yeah, it'll be fine. And then Bmars texts me, uh, "You want to go to a, a a P Diddy white party uh, uh, the the weekend after that?" And I go, "Ha, no." And then he's, and then, but I didn't read the the Diddy part. I didn't read that part. And and then he's, he says, "Oh, come on, man." And I go, "Bro, I'm gonna be in Louisville this weekend, Denver next weekend." I will not want to do shit that weekend. But then I looked back at his text, and it said P. Diddy White Party. And I said, wait a minute, you're talking about the white party. Now you've piqued my interest. But then I kind of remembered I don't drink anymore, and I probably have a miserable time uh, regardless. So, uh, you know, but I'll ask him what it's all about. But I I hope that I don't go to that. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're going to get get jealous now. You're not hanging out with him that much. Bro, he keeps telling me he wants to go to this concert, Marion Hill, uh, and I keep, what? I keep, I yeah, I keep saying, who the hell's that? And he's like, I sent you the stuff on Spotify, and I'm like, oh okay, yeah, it sounds like 
Britney Spears from 2003. And he's like, no, man, no, it's it's brand new sound. That's impossible. No chance. And I'm like, I don't know. Okay, you come, you, I come to that with you. If you come to Panic at the Disco with me. And he's like, no, that's not a fair trade because Marion Hill equals good. And that really pissed me off because I love Panic at the Disco. I know, Brandon Yuri. Oh, I love him so much. And, and what, what, you know, did you ever go to Six Flags with uh, B-Mars or no? Hell fucking no. I don't think he even went with B-Mars. B-Mars did not oh, go with B-Mars. <laughs> he didn't go himself. Oh, that's ridiculous. That was so ridiculous. He was like, uh, he was going on and on about it on the phone. That was ridiculous. I, I don't appreciate how you took his side, though, during that. <laughs> You got, oh my God! You remember that well? I, yeah, I did. I mean, like all he wanted to do was hang out with you. I mean, uh, but yeah, now that I realize Six Flags is pretty bad, that's that's pretty awful. Maybe I, ten I, years ago it would have been okay. I forgot to to tell you why. Uh, I forgot to tell you about Barry. I forgot to so Barry and uh, Evelyn, uh, the the couple. Yeah. Barry, you know, there's something off about. Well, there's something something off was about, off about Barry. Yeah, something off about both of them actually. So, um, so you know, we see each other at, at the hotel in the morning, and they're not even staying at the hotel. They came, I think, just for the hot brown. They're all they're very into absorbing the culture, and so right. they. Uh, and then at the wedding when I saw them, uh, he asked, "What did I do today?" So I said, "I went to the Big Four Bridge." You know, wound up in Indiana uh, when I crossed the bridge and and uh, came back, and um, and I said, "What did you guys do?" And he said, "Well, we." We found um, just like this this house full of knickknacks. Uh, just this guy has like five houses full of these antiques, and uh, that was uh, you know that was pretty wild. And then um, we also went to this cemetery where oh, what happened was a three year old girl had died, and I guess their parents felt so bad that she died while they weren't watching her uh, and she fell off a swing or something. So uh, what they did was in the cemetery, they built for her uh, just like an exact uh, replica in stone of the girl uh, with Jesus pushing her on the swing, looking over her. And, And I go, wow. That is creepy. That is morbid. And then Barry turns back to me and goes, "It was delicious." <laughs> Are you serious? Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah, no, I'm not kidding. He said it was delicious. <laughs> oh my God, Barry! I think is the devil. I. I think... <laughs> And then Evelyn came oh back. Oh my over, god. And he Evelyn what? came back over. Evelyn came back over and he's like he's like I was just telling him about the 3-year-old girl and then she starts laughing and she's like, "Oh no, I'm sorry. Not 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 to laugh." <laughs> it was delicious. <laughs> what do you think about that? Something's a little off about Barry. <laughs> There's something about Barry. That should be a movie. That sounds like a great movie, yeah, or, or yeah. like a, a show, a show with Larry David as Barry. 
Yeah. Okay. Or Cameron Diaz with jizz in her hair. Um, yes, yes, exactly. So uh, do you have anything that you need to say before we uh, move on to uh, the conclusion of the episode? No, and got nothing. I think it's an amazing uh, weekend that you had. You had a good time that you uh, went to see your friend celebrate his very uh, uh, open uh, relationship history and, and wedding, and I think that's really great, and the no labels is also a great thing, and, uh, um, you know, and then you had a great time. You saw LL Cool J at the airport. I, it sounds like you were in command of this wedding, and uh, you had your own uh, kind of identity apart from the wedding party and everything like that, which is great. I think that gives you the freedom and independence to do what you want to do. And it doesn't surprise me about LL, though. He, he seems, you know, of course, I'm saying this, but I haven't, you know, met him at all in real life, but uh, he sounds like a real down-to-earth guy, and, uh, you know, even on, like, the shows and everything, uh, you know, that karaoke thing or whatever that is, uh, uh, he seems down-to-earth. He seems like a real, actually, I hate to say this and make it political, but he seems like a real conservative guy. I I don't know if you ever noticed on that show, but whenever somebody's a little, like, crazy or sexual or anything like that, he's always, like, uh, very uncomfortable about it, I think. I don't know if that's because he's such a you know uh, politically politically correct guy, or he's uh-huh. maybe conservative. I don't know, but he seems yeah. like a good dude. I like him. I like him a lot. Even in his uh, shows and acting career, I think he's been amazing. He, he's just an all around yeah. talented guy. People love him, and he's a good guy. I think. Yes. Yes. Um... It sounds like a great weekend. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Well, I was terrified that I wasn't going to make any friends, especially after Casey's wedding where, you know, I go up there and I'm, an, I'm the announcer and shit. I only make one friend, well, two friends the whole time, Rory and Chelsea. And turns out that they're really cool and, and, and he's awesome. And, and I think he's going to come on the show. He's in Jersey Boys now and it's, uh, you know, wow. on Broadway and whatever. And, and, uh, and so, but, but apparently I was the only friend they made either or as well. So, um, but so I was terrified for this wedding that I wasn't gonna, you, know, you know, I wouldn't know anyone. I was just going by myself, no plus one, no nothing. Thank God those that gaggle of gays were there, because uh, then I knew who to k- kind of cling to, and um, and and yeah, they liked me. You know, that was the other thing. I was like, you guys are gonna have like a, a random dude in all your photos now. People are gonna be like, who the hell is that? And they're like, no, people what? will be so happy we made a new friend. It's been six years. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's no surprise to me that you can make friends very easily. I think that's, you know, that goes without saying. Well, I'm not you're good at it. You're, not... What? You're crazy. You're crazy. You're very no. good at it. Very I good. I don't think so. Don't very think so. good. But uh, Barry's he's something a little off about Barry. <laughs> and you know who I <laughs> don't have any sympathy for ever? You know who I can't stand is guys who need or want to gain weight. You know, guys who are skinny who need to or want right. to gain weight, and they're like, oh, my God, this is so hard. I need to eat 5,000 calories. Well, fuck you. That sounds awesome. I, I you know, I eat 5,000 calories in my sleep. <laughs> I agree. How can they talk a lot about this being a chore and a hassle and terrible hard work just to gain weight and eat? I mean, what? What? It's what? easy. All you got to do is lift some weights and eat 5,000 calories to 10,000 calories a day. I mean, that's a regular, that's just a meal at McDonald's. That's right. And hey, yeah. get a couple of uh, cheeseburgers. 
double quarter pounder with cheese, no pickles or onions. Uh, get like five sides of ranch and just douse it in there so you have like quarter pounder soup. <laughs> that sounds delicious. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get that tonight. Uh, me too. Me too. Um, so, uh, what's your favorite scene of cheese in my with a mind about brains, man? Oh my God! Well, my my favorite scene is cheese in my mind with a brains, man. It's got to be when Main of Brains plays this guy named Bill Foster, who uh, kind of looks like Michael Douglas in this great film, Falling Down, uh, which is a kind of a forgotten film from days mm. past. Mm. And there's this one scene where uh, a mind of brains comes upon this construction scene, which is so common in our daily lives, uh, if you're a commuter and whatnot. Uh, but anyways, there it goes. What are you doing to the street? We're fixing it. What the hell does it look like? Two days ago, it was fine. Are you telling me the street fell apart in two days? Well, I uh, guess so. Pardon me, but that's bullshit. I don't think anything's wrong with the street. I think you're just trying to justify your inflated budgets. I know how it works. If you don't spend the projected amount this year, you don't get the same amount next year. Now, I want you to admit it. There's something wrong with the street. Hey, fuck you, pal. No, fuck you. And that's my favorite scene. <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you, sir. Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that little fucking B? 
bitch. <laughs> what she's going to do is she's going to bend her over, throw mm. peeled oranges at her ass, <laughs> and strap some fireworks to her head, blow <laughs> off her head, and she's going to get her mind blown, baby. Have a quarter to ride, so ain't it, baby. Happy the later. Happy. <laughs> Delated de- with a D? Happy delated people's 4th of July weeks. Happy delated <laughs> people's everyone. Good night, everybody. Good night, Rick. Good night, Rano. Bye-bye. I miss a starry night.